You are listening to the Daily Homily for Magdala in the Holy Land. Jesus departed from there and came to his native place, accompanied by his disciples. When the Sabbath came, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many who heard him were astonished. They said, where did this man get all this? What kind of wisdom has been given him? What mighty deeds are wrought by his hands? Is he not the carpenter, the son of Mary, and the brother of James and Joseph and Judas and Simon? And are not his sisters here with us? And they took offense at him. Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor, except in his native place, and among his own kin, and in his own house. So he was not able to perform any mighty deed there, apart from curing a few sick people by laying his hands on them. He was amazed at their lack of faith. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Both of our readings furnish us with much drama, and we have plenty to ponder. We're at the end, more or less, reaching the end of David's life. In fact, I think tomorrow we will be uh, actually reading and the first of the beginning of the Book of Kings, the first Book of Kings, and his close is approaching death. And so we have this incident that is referred in the chapter 24 of the second book of Samuel. And we see, maybe we don't find a great difficulty with the census because we are used to having census. And I would say, hopefully, uh, at least in healthy conditions, democracies use census in order to provide more qualified adjusted service to their populations. But census can also be used in uh, in a bad way. And in the context here, in the biblical context, it is much more about the king needing to size up how much tax he can get and how many people he can muster for battles. And so David at this point has everything under control in his kingdom, but he needs to, he has this desire to conquer more probably. And you know, no matter how much well-being people acquire, there's always a hunger for more and a thirst for more. It's the nature of greed, the nature of ambition. And probably it's also the foolishness of understanding that no matter how much we multiply material dominion, our heart will never be satisfied because our heart is made in the image and likeness of God and only in communion with God and with all those who are made in his image and likeness can we reach fulfillment. And so David pursues his path. In a little bit at the beginning of of the story of the kings, we have the prophet Samuel insisting uh, with God, don't give them a king. 
and he's insisting that the people don't have a king. He's going to recruit all your, your uh, people, your, your sons, for his army. And he's going to take all your crops or a big portion of them for his purpose. And so we see then a corruption of human dignity. We are given dominion over all the created reality in the order of creation and the biblical understanding. And then when our sense of dominion is corrupted, we take over areas that don't belong to us. And by doing the census, he's really taking possession of the people in order to instrumentalize them, to use them for his purpose. And this will cause also great harm to all the other people who will have to face his advancing army. So here we have plenty of reason to pray today for all those who are vested with power. And those are all our elected officials. And we would be naive to think that they are not tempted. Who is not going to be tempted in this world? What child is not going to be tempted in front of ice cream? And what um, a rich person is not going to be tempted for more? It takes great maturity to know the portion that is ours, that's given to us for our dominion in the material world. There's a huge opening for growth spiritually that can only be deeper communion with God and with each other. And that's unlimited. And that's where we're called to grow forever. So I think with today we should pray a lot. And we can also be inspired by David and we can know that leaders can convert Leaders can change, can ask for forgiveness. They may bring down great calamities on their people, but they can also change, and God has mercy. It's difficult to be a leader. It's a very difficult position to have this type of political power. And then we have the extraordinary example of Don Bosco, this priest today we remember, who mustered so much talent and so much material resources to serve the children who were victimized through the Industrial Revolution. And he started in Turin, a major industrial city in the north of Italy, and there were thousands of children without homes, without education, without food, and he addressed this need. And then he got people of means to help him to set up schools, to provide for them, homes for them. And little by little, this became a whole religious congregation. There were over 30,000 members, and their Salesian sisters as well as brothers, priests. So there's an, an amazing uh, army of work, uh, bigger than David's recruited army here, his census, for the whole world, all over the world, everywhere. I met them in the Philippines on the World Youth Day in one of the poorest areas in a slum area outside Manila with a school for thousands of children and marvelous work was being done. And when I was in Germany, um, one of the, this provincial, one of the two provincials at that time in Germany, Father Deming was a great personal help with so much love and care and understanding. So this is what Jesus taught us and he's rejected today in Nazareth by his own people and they only see the human level. They don't have 
opened their hearts to faith. He marveled at their lack of faith. And this woman here, the, the source of her healing was faith. And Jesus said to her, daughter, your great faith has healed you. So let us pray for growth in all of us in our faith to be able to open our eyes for the gift of grace, for the presence of God in many circumstances and through many people in our lives that can call us to greater self-giving and to be true shepherds like David discovered that he wasn't the good shepherd at that moment, but he converted. Let us pray for that today. Thank you for joining us today. If you want to learn more about Magdala, follow us on YouTube and on Facebook.